Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hope. This is where you get to hear how to feel happy, balanced, and worthwhile. How to make that lonely ache vanish and feel empowered, confident, and secure. I'm Lauren Abrams, and I get to help you feel that magic again since going through my own dark night of the soul by chatting with incredible leaders, healers, and change agents who give you their messages of hope after overcoming challenges of their own. And today, we're going to talk about confidence. Do you ever wonder how some people always seem to have it all together? They never question their next step or what they're wearing or what they just said to someone? Right now, you get to learn the seven secrets of self-confidence. They're easy and you can do them right now. I'm Lauren Abrams. Let's get started. So I've learned that your ego, it's all what's going on between your ears at any given moment. Sometimes we can feel totally confident and sometimes it's like, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. What will people think? Which nobody's thinking about you. And I don't mean that in a negative, awful way, but it's all the imposter syndrome stuff and the whole, what are people thinking about you? I've learned that nobody is thinking about us. Everybody's thinking about themselves <laughs> and they may think about you for a second, but then they're thinking about themselves again. So nobody's really thinking about you that much. So let that stuff go. I've talked about it in a lot of episodes. I've got articles on the website. So I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but really, if you're worried about what people think, they're not thinking about you really that much. But number one thing is to act confident. Just act like I'm the shit. And it's a whole act as if you're confident and then it's act your way into the right thinking. So even though you don't feel confident, you fake it till you make it kind of a thing and you just act like you are. And so that is one of the first tips that I did want to give. It's that you picture yourself, you can close your eyes and picture yourself confident in a situation. If you're going into something and you're feeling scared, feel the feelings, feel the fear and acknowledge it. And then you get to walk through that fear and you can close your eyes and picture yourself as the most confident you and see yourself going into the situation with all the confidence and being your best self. And also know that you can be there to help others and you're there to be of service to others. And, and that also helps and know that other people are just faking it as well. And they are probably feeling nervous and fear, even though they're masking it. And then you forget about it. If you're thinking, well, how can I help somebody else or say, how are you doing? And, and look for the person that's the most nervous at the situation, the circumstance you're going to, because that's usually, I, I could be going into something and think, oh my gosh, everybody knows each other and that whole, I don't fit in and everyone knows each other. They all know what to wear. They know just all of that stuff that's going on between the ears. It's, that's what it always is. And none of it's true. Everyone doesn't know each other. There's other people that are like, I don't know what to wear. And especially after a couple of years, at least in LA, where I wasn't going to anything and then suddenly being thrust into all these situations again. And I mean, I just don't care about that stuff that much. And suddenly I, I'm going out and and this goes into number two is being spiritually fit. When I'm meditating, when I'm thinking about others, this is how I consider being spiritually fit. When I really acknowledge my feelings, which has to do with the pause, I was taught that God is in the pause or whatever you, if I don't want to turn anybody off with the word God, but energy, whatever you consider a higher power kind of a, a source energy, whatever works for you but to slow down and really feel what am I feeling right now? Because it's usually fear when self-confidence is an issue. And to slow down, close my eyes and just say, okay, is it fear? Put your hand on your heart 
that's a really, really good tool. It's a soothing mechanism. And to put your hand on your heart and go, okay, I'm feeling fear. Everyone doesn't know each other. And take that pause and realize that everyone isn't thinking about you. Everyone doesn't know each other. And you've got this. You're great. Everyone has a unique handprint. You are here for a reason. You have something to give. Everyone has something to give. You're great. And so you get to go into this situation, into whatever it is, and shine your light because you've got a great light to shine and you have something to give and you get to remember that, which is a good segue into something else. So you've got how spiritually fit are you? And spiritually fit could just mean taking that pause. What are you feeling? Acknowledge the feeling, feel the feeling, feel it all the way through, and then move on. So you get to act confidently. You get to take that pause and really acknowledge what's going on with you. And then the number three is to do affirmations, positive affirmations. When we're sitting there and we're thinking about somebody else and like, oh, they've got it so together, which who knows if they do or don't, you have no idea what's ever happening with anybody else. I mean, that's a whole compare and despair. When I compare my insides to your outsides, I'm always gonna come out short. I was taught I can only compare me now, where I'm at now in my life to where I come from. And, and that is it. That is the only comparison I'm allowed to give myself. And I think that's the only one you should do with you. You've gotten through all kinds of things in your life at this point, and you've made it this far. So you've got it going into this situation that you're going into. You've, even if it's just going into work when you don't feel up to it, you've got it. You can do this. So positive affirmations help. Look at your eyeball, in the mirror at your eyeball, even if it's a rear view mirror, when you get in the car, say, I love you into your eyeball. Don't look at your hair or your makeup or, you know, whatever it is. Uh, look in your eyeball and say, I love you. I am a great person. Whatever it is that you need at that moment, say, I look fabulous. I can talk to people. I can make people feel wonderful. I am wonderful. Whatever affirmation you need, I'm so grateful and thankful that I get to go to this event. I am so grateful and thankful that, and then fill in the blank. I always tell my kids, we're the lucky family. <laughs> and like you, you get to make your own life. Dominique Zendak, episode 95, he has this very interesting take on time and how time is a human construct. And I'm not going to go into all of that, but if that's true, then none of this even like, like you really can manifest everything the way that you want to. So you've got this and doing positive affirmations. I've been doing them now for decades and they work. At first I felt like an SNL skit. And so if you're new to them, like, yeah, I would whisper, even though I lived alone, <laughs> it was the most awkward, uncomfortable thing in the world. But now like, who cares? Uh, just do it. And just on the off chance that they work. How's that? If you've never done them before, just try positive affirmations just in case they work and try it for every day, a couple of times a day, even out loud and um, into your eyeball, say, I love you. I am a great person. I get to help so many people, whatever it is that you want to say, just in case they do work. But that whole compare and despair thing, just forget it. Even a break from social media where you can see all the fake stuff that's going on. I'm told that TikTok is real. I'm, I'm not on TikTok. I don't need to. Any other time sucks for my life. But yeah, to not look at 
uh, social media, that that would be great. I have other people do my social media and give yourself a break, which is the next number four is give yourself a break. We're all human. We all make mistakes. Being kinder to yourself is huge. Giving yourself that grace. I send a weekly email out to listeners on 52 Weeks of Hope. If you're not on the email list, just 52weeksofhope.com to get on that. And I love sending that. And when you guys hit reply and send me something back going, oh, me too. Windmuller, when she was talking about all the stuff with all her siblings, even as an adult, especially when she retired and all this stuff from her childhood just came up and hit her. I mean, people in their 30s were emailing me back. I still have stuff with my siblings and how it really hit a nerve with her. I email back, you know, because that's easier for me, even though email, I always talk about being the bane of my existence as a lawyer. But at 52 Weeks of Hope, I love hearing from you guys. I love getting emails back, but I know I'm getting away from my main point, which was I love sending my weekly email. And I didn't send it last week, this past week, because I was away and you have a choice. I can beat myself up about it or I can give myself a break and say, this is so uncomfortable how it feels not sending that email that I don't want to do that again. Or, you know, it just didn't happen. We were away and it didn't happen. And it just one of those things. So there's always a choice of beating ourselves up or beating yourself up doesn't result in any good behavior. It's all negative. There's negative health benefits. There's negative, all these negative domino effects from beating yourself up. So instead, give yourself a break. Learn from mistakes because we all make them. Episode 96 really talks about how those gut-wrenching times when we're really on our knees at our worst is where we get our greatest growth and benefit. It's really interesting listening to that. She says that's where the gold is. So I'm curious what you think. But so giving yourself that grace, that kindness is huge. It's huge to getting that kind of confidence and self-esteem. And I was taught that if you want self-esteem, do esteemable acts. So one of those other things, which would be number five, if your friend or your best family member were to talk about you and was raving about you, write down what they would have to say. What would that be if they're your but one of your best friends or a friend or your best family member or something like that were to just start raving about you, what would they say? Write that down and then take that and save it. Whatever you wrote, just save that. When you need a confidence boost, you've got that and read that because I know I can hear in my ear what my best friend would say if she was telling somebody about me. I know exactly what she'd say and I can hear it in my ear when I need that instead of the negative self-talk, which is a really good segue into number six, positive self-talk. When that negative voice starts going in the head, there's nothing good about that. It needs to be replaced. Positive self-talk needs equal time. I was talking about, I don't even know how long it's been since I called myself stupid. It's just been that long. And I always used to call myself stupid. I thought I was stupid. I'm the dumb one in the family. You have to listen to past episodes to hear my my backstory and where I come from and all of that kind of stuff. I just figured I burned way all those decades ago. I burned way too many brain cells and that I, I was just too dumb. I couldn't take anything in. I, I never remembered movies or books I read and stuff like that. And I thought, see, I'm dumb. I, I just took everything as evidence that I was dumb Be, instead of, oh, look how I, I couldn't see anything good about me. And, and today that's just not true. Today I look for the good, whatever we focus on grows. So 
Positive self-talk is huge. This is so interesting. They say that when men look in the mirror, they're like, they could have this big, huge gut, but they're like, look at the muscle in my arm. Women, when we look in the mirror, we're like, I'm gaining weight in my stomach instead of my skin looks so good. Like we look for the negative about us. It's the same way as taking compliments. Women can't just say thank you. And I've actually worked on this for a few years when somebody compliments me and they'll say, oh, your hair looks so pretty. I just say thank you. Not, oh, I haven't washed it in a couple of days. You know, like we can't take compliments. And I don't, I don't think the younger generation is any better. I love the way um, I always talk about my daughter. She just owns her body. So she's so good watching her grow up. It, but yet I don't think they're any better at, at taking compliments, which is such a shame, but positive self-talk is huge. And it, it kind of goes hand in hand a little bit with the affirmations, but it actually takes being mindful and noticing when you're telling yourself something like, oh my God, how could you make that kind of a mistake? That's a human, that's part of being human, making mistakes. So when you do something wrong, which you're going to do as part of being human, watch the negative self-talk and it could be subtle. It could be something really subtle. So I'm trying to think of a good example at the moment with and for me, it usually has to do with being a mom. Like, oh, how could I do that? My son said I wasn't listening. This is the most recent thing I could think of. And, and I apologize. I said, I'm so sorry. And I got defensive. And then I beat myself up for being defensive. I, I mean, I want to be a perfect mom all the time. And we do the best we can on a given day. And that's the best we can do. That can also be a good affirmation. I am a great mom. I am a great wife. I am a great friend. It all snowballs into the kind of person that we can be. Every day I, I thank the universe that I have an open heart and an open mind, that I'm teachable, that I'm a work in progress, that I get to be the best I can be. And also that I'm very clear on my goals instead of just being, eh, we'll see what the universe has in store for me, that I'm very clear where it is that I wanna go. I'll finish with these and then I'll talk a little bit about aligning with your goals so that you're not just suiting up and showing up for life into wherever they say Ariel Ford always talks about how I don't drink coffee but if you want to manifest something that people don't go into Starbucks or your coffee store or wherever asking just for coffee they're like I want an iced latte hold the this and give me that and you're very specific so putting your order in with the universe for specifically what you want if it's a a mate I would like these traits or if it's a career I would like a career where I get to have a hybrid job where I'm working from home and the office and and I would like these kinds of whatever it is um, you want to be very specific and write those kinds of things down but let me get to the last part of confidence and it has to do with body language and it's so simple you can just do those self-assured body language where you're sitting up straight um there's the superwoman or superman pose where you, your hands are on your hips that that right there you get confidence just by doing that you can go and go in a private place and put your hands on your hips and that gives you confidence before you walk into a room and uh, it really does. Standing up straight uh, and sitting straight is a confidence pose. Looking somebody directly in the eye, that gives you confidence. Again, it, it ties a little bit into acting as if you're confident. 
you act your way into confidence. You don't have to be feeling it 100%. You could be feeling confident, oh, 55% at the moment. But eventually you forget about, am I feeling confident right now or not? You just are going on with your life. And it just comes. It comes over time. And because you've got this, again, I know I said that before, but you do. You are here for a purpose. Everyone has their own unique handprint. You matter. You just do. And anything that tells you you don't is happening between your ears. It's not true. It's your ego. And ego is edging God out. It's not true. It's your own fears. And it's all happening just like up in there. And you need to change that station happening in your brain right now. And so taking that pause that I talked about and taking a breath, closing your eyes, it can be just a simple in-breath to four and out breath to four. Joey Klein's episode does a really good job of talking about that. He says emotions last for for 90 seconds. It's the stories we attach to them and to get rid of those stories. So to just breathe in and breathe out and to get aligned with what you really want to be doing and to, what lights you up, what really lights you up and makes you happy. You know what those things are. You know. I had a friend who wanted to go to a medium and I, I was like, I just just talked to her further and I said, but you know, we all know. I understand. I, I mean, I completely understand why she wanted to. And, um, but you know, you, you're meant to be happy. You're meant to get what it is that you want because if you really, really want it, it's what lights you up and makes you happy. And you don't have to invent the wheel. There's plenty of people that have done it ahead of you and you can learn how to do it. Go to YouTube. <laughs> There's ways to do it. I started a podcast. I didn't know anything about podcasting. I only listened to Brene Brown before this. That was the only podcast I'd ever even listened to. So like, if I can do this, anyone can do this. Seriously. I mean, I'm a lawyer. It has absolutely nothing to do with any of this like, at all. The future's friendly. It just is. So you're meant to be aligned with what it is that lights you up. If you're not sure, I have an ebook on the website that you can get to how to be your best self now, which is all about doing what you're meant to do, be it, I don't know where I'm meant to live. I don't know who I'm meant to be with. I don't know. You know, like it's just about journaling to get to your truth, but I still feel like you know, you just do. And uh, as far as confidence, I'll go through them really quick again for you. Act confident that you want to be spiritually fit, whatever that means for you to be spiritually fit, to do affirmations, also to write a list of what your best family member or somebody close to you would say about you, to write that all out, to give yourself a break, we're all human. We all make mistakes. Positive self-talk. Watch that self-talk in your head. And also body language. To use self-assured body language. Those are the seven tips to get self-confidence and just to be your confident best self when you are home and alone with yourself so you're comfortable and also when you're going out there amongst other people so that you can help them as well as feel good about yourself when you're going out. So if you've got more, I mean, I thought oh, I could definitely add a few, but I also feel like they each segue into each other a little bit. And um, if you've got more to add, I would love to hear. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and take with you the messages of inner peace authenticity, and of course, confidence. Such great messages to take into your week ahead. 
Be sure to tune in next week for another empowering episode all about overcoming challenges and how to take that next step staying aligned with your true self. That's next week. It's a great episode. Be sure to get on the email list that I talked about so you don't miss anything and you're in the know. Just go to the website at 52weeksofhope.com. And there's also a quiz on there. When do you self-sabotage? That's on the website. Be sure to join the Facebook group. It's a safe space for us to share with each other. And it's been really fun finding out that a few of you have really learned that you're both going through grief of losing your moms and your 30s and, and you've connected. I I mean, I'm, I'm so sorry for your loss. I lost my mom in my 30s also. She never met any of my kids. And it was so right after I had gotten married, my kid's dad. Anyway, it's, I feel very connected in that way to um, you guys that this has just happened to. So I just think it's it's great that people are meeting each other. And anyway, it's a safe space to share with each other. If you're enjoying the podcast, share the love and tell two of your friends. I'm Lauren Abrams. Thanks for listening.